Welcome to Hunchpig. Oh, a little more. Okay. Uh, the 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 podcast. Yeah. That you listen to every week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this station. Yep. This is a podcast where we talk about anything and everything. Mm-hmm. And nothing. Mostly. All at yeah. once. Right. Um, we are good at that. Mm-hmm. It's an existential blend. We've been doing it for a while. This is the 17th episode. Episode 16. Wow. Yeah. It's come a long way. Wow. We're almost at English drinking age. <laughs> no, we've, aren't we way past that? Oh, uh, you mean um, like official? Yeah. Legal. It's 18. Legally. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a, there's some myths going around that that's not the case. That that's... There's some idea that like, oh, you go to Europe and you drink when you're 13. What is there? Is there like a... Oh, is... is uh, you know what? Can you uh, make sure there's some space oh, in between the filter and the... You made my filter. You did it, I think. I... It's probably your fault. Um, <laughs> I find that unlikely. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, there's a myth that I that uh, under- Americans have that it's just like, oh, Europe, you can go there when you're 12 and drink beers and no one's going to care. Right. Um, that's sort of true. Although when I was uh, last in England, they seem to have uh, been learning a lot from America hmm. in terms of cracking down on underage drinking. Um, I first got shit-faced when I was 13 <laughs> um, with nice. a bottle of vodka in a public park. Wow. Um, That'll do it. Yeah. A girl went to hospital, had her stomach pumped. <laughs> so I guess that's a thing. Yeah. Um, you can't really get in trouble for it, though. It's mm. not the same as it is here. Like... Basically, the only person who can get in trouble is whoever sold you the alcohol. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone gets... No one goes to jail here for underage drinking unless you're driving. Right. And, like, but you can have your someone. you can have your license taken away if you <clears throat> yeah. sell to minors. Okay. Yep. Sounds about right. And so there's no real... Um, there's no real reason if you are a minor to tell anyone... Where you got it from. Got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's a, yeah. Good to know. But the, officially the legal drinking age is 18. Mm-hmm. Um, although it used to be, I don't think it's true anymore, uh, that you could uh, have a beer with a meal if you were 16 mm-hmm. in England. Um, and it, it used to be a lot more of, it was basically up to pub landlords to police Yep. Um, people drinking too much and they would just, <laughs> no, I'm imagining some 16 year olds just like trying to get this meal to last all day. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I left a couple French fries, another <laughs> beer, please. I, <laughs> yeah, sure. There's so many loopholes. Um, what is the age for, um, uh, the minimum age for being in the armed forces in U- UK? I don't I think it's 18. Because I know that's a big, um, a lot of people who turn 18 complain like, oh, I'm old enough to be in the army, but I can't yeah. have a beer. It does seem silly. Which does actually seem pretty silly. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Is there anything else that um, you have to be 21? So there's talk of raising the age for tobacco 
sales to oh, okay. 21 as well. Yeah. I don't know. I think that might be a, I don't know, is it state or federal? I'm not sure that they're that talking some, about. Is that something that has to happen? I mean, isn't, isn't that something that's just dying out on its own? <sighs> I, don't, I can't tell. I like, keep feeling like it is, but then I just see a lot of people smoking, smoking and huh. well, vaping is a big thing now, which I guess is, but I th- isn't that, it's fun? better. Yeah. It's definitely better. Right. It's basically like a, I don't know, Red Bull. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like a caffeine shot basically. Does, but does that get, um, affected by raising the age of tobacco use? Cause is it tobacco? That's a good question. I guess it isn't. <clears throat> uh, I guess it's nic- nicotine products. Yeah. In general. Oh, right. Okay. Which, right. Which, okay. Do, which would affect vaping. Right. Um, but I mean, I think a lot of studies have shown that nicotine itself is not that harmful on its own. Right. It's right? all like, the tar and shit. Yeah. That's it's in, the yeah. stuff that comes through the smoke and yep. collects in your lungs. Yeah. I mean, all the E's, um, uh, not particularly all bad the what? Uh, caffeine, oh. um, <laughs> nicotine, uh, <laughs> I think said all the eans, <laughs> all the eans, all the eans are not good for you. Mm. Um, I no, I I don't think they're particularly bad for you. They have right. weird, yeah. I mean, you you can get ad- addicted to them, and yep, yeah. I mean, you uh, can get addicted. They make your heart race, and yeah, you can get addicted to almost anything. Hmm. I'm addicted to learning inane facts. <laughs> Do you have one at the moment? For me? Uh, I, there was the one, um, I told you yesterday of, uh, more women enjoy reading 50 shades of gray than actually having sex. Hmm. According to a poll. Yeah. That's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we made the mistake of, of going to dinner together last night. Yes. And talking, <clears throat> talking right before we record. Yep. So, but there's still loads of things that I <laughs> no, we avoided I talking about. It's true. Um, we would start talking, and be like, "No, no, no, get him! I'll tell you most of it, but then I can't." Oh, tell you. Uh, so actually, one of them was we started talking about my beer. That Your I new beer, right? Yeah, the, the stout last weekend, and that you were um, worried about. Yep, because it hadn't bubbled at all um, mm-hmm. in its bucket, which made me nervous. But uh, I took gravity readings. Yes, um, which is. Something I didn't do with my first batch. Is it still 9.8 meters per second squared? Or did something change? So, um, I took a gravity reading um, immediately after boiling the wort and cooling it down. Mm -hmm. Um, So, just before adding the yeast in. Um, And that was lower than it should have been. It was 1.035 and it should have been 1.046 according to the recipe I was following, mm. which was upsetting. And what gravity measures is uh, how much stuff is in the liquid that isn't water, basically. Right, right. Um, so, well, yeah. Yeah. So you, the idea is that you take a gravity, well. Except for alcohol. Except for alcohol, alcohol is actually lower than, than water density-wise. It's kind of a density reading. It's a density reading. Yeah. Um, so you take the gravity reading before fermentation and then you take it again after fermentation and then from the difference you can work out what the alcohol content is mm-hmm. um of the beer yep um so it's kind of an indirect way exactly you know to test that so um i was like it's low okay well i'm just gonna go with it because i have no you know maybe it will be fine it'll just be a low alcohol content beer um 
So I left it in the bucket for a week and like my airlock didn't bubble at all. Hmm. So it just sort of came out of equilibrium and just sat there mm-hmm. for the entire week. And I thought, fuck, there's nothing in there. There's nothing happening. <clears throat> there's nothing for the yeast to eat. Right. This has all gone horribly wrong. Um, and so I was reading online mm-hmm. to find the solution because that's where solutions go to be found. Right. And <laughs> someone suggested uh, you could just add sugar. Mm-hmm. Basically, if your gravity is too low. Just table sugar. Yep. Standard. Yep. And they said in a five gallon batch, you want to add about a pound of sugar for every 0.01 Gravi- gravity of yeah. gravity that yep. you want to increase <clears throat> your uh, batch by. Right. Uh, so you're supposed to hit 1.04 something, you're at 1.03 something. So I figured I'd throw in a pound so of sugar. So you put in a pound of table sugar. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but I like uh, boiled up a pot of water, mm-hmm. dissolved the table sugar in it, let it cool down. Yep. Opened the batch up and threw it in. Mm-hmm. Closed the batch. I was like, uh, I don't know if I've made a huge mistake or not. <laughs> yeah. And um, it didn't bubble again for a week. Okay. Huh. And it just sat like... So, like, I closed it up again. Um, the uh, My um, airlock levels were next to each other. Mm-hmm. And all that happened was they came out of equilibrium and it never bubbled hmm. for the whole week. That's really weird. So, <clears throat> I was like, oh, it's probably fucking ruined. But yeah. I guess we'll go through the bottling anyway. Right. To see, I mean, why not? Yeah. Um, I've gotten this far. Mm-hmm. And so I set up for bottling and we opened up the batch and I took a gravity reading and, um, it was down to, uh, like 1.1 something. Well, I was like, 1.01. I, I was like, yeah, 1.01 yeah. something. I was like, oh shit. It has been doing something. <laughs> it's been doing loads. Yeah. And so like, I worked out what the, um, like alcohol content of the beer would be. Yeah. The, um, reading came out as. If I add the 0.01, right. it's about 4.3%. Nice. Which is, nice. yeah, not bad. Boom. Perfect. Yeah. That's a good, like, drinkable, nice kind of stout. And so yeah. I was shocked by that. That's cool. I don't know if, like, my bucket's been compromised. Like, yeah, it's not got be, a good seal or something. There might, yeah, there might be a little leak in the in the seal. Yeah. Um. Or like, but there was. Does it does it just wait for you to go to sleep and then like <laughs> bubbles the yeast like comes crazy. out like creepy, <laughs> creepy yeast comes out and starts to like all day the yeast away. is there holding its breath. Yeah, yeah. It's like wait, he's looking, he's watching. Hold. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it's I, probably not that. But yeah, it's probably yeah. See, Occam's Razor says that <laughs> you probably have some creepy yeast. <laughs> um. So I moved, uh, like moved from the main bucket to the bottling bucket, and there was there was a pretty thick layer of yeast sand, mm-hmm. I guess, at the bottom. Yeah, it does look kind of like sand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so good. Yeah. So stuff Fucking, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Now you were saying um, the thing with table sugar is it's basically one hundred percent fermentable. Uh, pretty much. So that will right. just get turned into pure alcohol. Yep. And it won't have. Um, extra flavors that come along with the yeah um basically right it comes down to the fact that sugar isn't exactly a direct 
um, substitute for malt. Right. Right. Because you, you have the extra, right. The unfermentable flavors in the malt, um, depending on what yeast you use, um, they will accentuate different flavors and take out certain flavors and, um, yeah, with sugar, it's basically just like not exactly equivalent to adding grain alcohol to your batch, but like, right. Pretty much. Right. Like, yeah, eventually that's what it's going to be. Um, but it's also, I guess the difference between adding sugar and grain alcohol is that, um, sugar is going to be food for the yeast so it can help the yeast thrive and kind of kickstart it again and get it, get it happy. Um, but cool. I'm glad that worked out. I've never, I've never actually added, I don't think I've added sugar like that. Um, probably should have before <laughs> when I had some weird batches, but, um, cool. I'm glad that worked out. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's, yeah, I guess out. we don't exactly know. Um, the numbers I, look good. Yeah. So, that's, that's so good. I bottled that a week ago, which right. means next week I can open wow. a bottle. Nice. Um, it's fun. Just so we'll see for my birthday. Yeah. Man. Ah, that was the plan. Awesome. <laughs> I had this long-term idea. Um, yeah. That I mentioned to you that I don't know if it's possible, but um, I had this idea that I could find a a beer recipe that is super resilient to aging and ages really well, and we could brew it mm. before the baby's born. Yeah, have it bottled when the baby's born, and then we can, you know, pop one open then, and then. 21 years later <laughs> exactly um can have a beer with my son yeah that i brewed when he was born that'd be kind of cool beer. but yeah that's pushing so, it it's i mean you know yeah wine, I, wine can do that there's i think it has to be a really serious strong beer to right i heard that, i um that time uh, I saw a guy while I was looking for advice on this beer thing. I saw a guy talking in uh, the comments that he had made a barley wine, mm, mm-hmm. um, and he made fifteen like sort of wine bottles mm. sizes uh, sized things of barley wine. Nice. And um, he made it when uh, he got married mm. to his wife, and they have a bottle on every universe uh, oh, every anniversary. That's cool. Um, and so. Nice. Sort of takes him through to 15 years. Yeah, wait a second. And he, <laughs> and he says it um, gets better every time. Yeah. And then they get I guess I guess make another one. Oh, another batch. That's, yeah, that's better. <laughs> yeah, that's... Or they could... Yeah. <laughs> they just reach for it and it's, there's not one there. They're like, yeah. oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. Now what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a cool idea. Did he have a recipe on that forum? No. Darn. Um... Secret wedding recipe. I don't know. What else would do well? Have you ever been interested in other alcohols like mead or or um, even wine? Not really as yeah. much. I mean, I like to... I've, I've only tried mead, I think, once or twice. Mm. Um, I like wine, but I don't... I don't find the winemaking process... In, like the home winemaking process interesting. Right. Because you just buy juice... Yeah, grape juice. Uh, I mean, I guess you could stomp your own grapes and do that, but yeah. that just seems a little, like, it's a little much. <laughs> You're not into that. So it's that. either, yeah, I feel like it's either, like, all or nothing for wine, where it's, um, I wouldn't be as excited about, like, oh, I made this from juice. I don't know. Um, 
Whereas beer feels like you're doing a little more. Yep. Even for the simplest batch, you're like adding stuff and you're not just like letting grape juice hang out for a while. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So when, when but I, I think I, there's some Belgian style, Belgian beer styles that I think could age, age well. well, but they, um, are they not, they're clearer beers closer to lagers. Are you thinking, um, or are you like a Belgian strong ale is like a golden color. Yeah. But they can age really well. Belgian triple Belgian quad. Yeah, I do like triples. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know a whole lot about Belgian beer, so I could be speaking incorrectly. Right. But, uh, but yeah, that might be worth investigating. Yeah. Checking out. When you need to come up with a recipe, are you going to do a full, um, full grain batch? That would be cool. I would like to do that. Yeah. No, I'd like to do that. Sort of like the triple tier. Ooh. Kind of thing. The triple tier mash. Is that what you're talking about? Right. Oh man. Yeah. With the steel. Yep. Ugh. We should do that. <laughs> yep. This is when it gets expensive. <laughs> no, you you can just build those. Oh, oh I just, see what you're saying. You just need a couple of kettles and... Got it. Um, do you have one with a tap? I don't. I think that would be cool to have. Yeah, that'd be nice to have. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, listeners of the show, if you'd like to sponsor our next show, uh, <laughs> please buy us a nice 10-gallon kettle yeah. with a tap on it. That would be... Maybe a thermometer on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're not... You know, uh, it's optional. <laughs> we'd be... Or... We'd be grateful either way. Or you can give us $2 <laughs> and sponsor the next episode. Those are your options. Because we have hit the trampoline, we've hit the bottom, and we're now soaring up. Yep. I don't know if you noticed, but the last one was... So this one was available for $1 today. Okay. Bounce back up, as you suggested. Right. Anyway. Um, beer. Yeah. It's beer's, exciting. Beer is cool. I'll have to figure out our new uh, beer setup at the new house that we closed on this week. Oh, shit. What? That was on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. We closed two days ago. Oh, man. Now everyone's going to know when we recorded this on a Saturday. Is that not? Common knowledge? No, it's... I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> I, I feel like there's a lot of podcasts that try not to say what today is because they're, they don't want the audience to know, like, how long ago it was recorded. Right. But we actually release, like, day at, like, yeah. within days, so it's, like... There's, uh... Not, not as... Yeah. Much of a problem. We have some pretty powerful tools for post-editing. Yes. That's um, true, too. Yeah. That we don't use. Editing in post. Mm-hmm. post um, means after. Post, pre and post. Yeah, what is up with that? Pre and post. There's not much there to work with. <laughs> post. It's like pre is also part of prepend. Uh, prehistoric, and then there's <laughs> that's before history, right? And that's not really post historic. That's not true. That's which called the future. Is when everything's gone. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. Not enough material there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we closed on our house. Yeah. We were worried, uh, a little worried that we wouldn't have enough time to close that day because um, we, yeah, the appointment was at 2.30 and the place closes at 4 to 
the, the registry of deeds or whatever. The, the closing place the closes. The closing place closes. Wait a second. <laughs> so we were hoping that the closing place would be open all day. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So we had an hour and a half window to get everything mm. signed and make sure there's nothing weird about the title or did they, whatever. Did they have loads of posters up that said, like, always be closing <laughs> and these sorts of taglines? That would no. That would have been great. Maybe see. It's a pretty plain, uh, plain room. It mm. seemed, you know, kind of like it could be an interrogation room. <laughs> um, just in case. Yeah, the context was different. Um, but yeah, it took an hour actually. Yeah, so it wasn't too bad. Lots of signing and initialing things that I was quickly told what they meant, and I was said okay. Yeah, I don't remember much from our closing. Yeah. Um. Seemed pretty nondescript. Yeah. And then um, we got some surprising um, little gifts from the sellers, which is really nice. <laughs> they left us a <laughs> a grill. Okay. Which is like a pretty nice grill. It seems like it's, um, it's in good shape and newish. Yep. Um, so that's nice. Our grill's kind of old and, you know, you have to do the thing where you have to like light it by going through the grill and like parts of it don't light anymore because it's probably oh. clogged and whatever. okay have you ever had not a gas gill grill i've had uh gas gills my entire life <laughs> it's very painful yeah. um yeah i've had a charcoal grill okay before um which i prefer grilling the charcoal but it's a little less convenient you have to yes. like it takes more time to get them going and yeah. get it ready and all that stuff Yes, like the um, so we have a, a gas uh, grill, mm-hmm. but I guess the difference between grilling on that versus grilling in the kitchen is that I'm not in the kitchen. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay. I. Is that? Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, I always find it a bit weird. Especially because it's immediately outside the kitchen. So, so it's like, okay, why? Wait, oh, I remind me why I'm out here yeah. when I could be inside. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's flames in there. There's flames out here. Why are these better? Yeah. Huh. Fair enough. The grill marks. But you could get that with just a, putting a grill. <laughs> over your... Over your... <laughs> over your gas. Over yeah. your gas oven. That sounds like a fire hazard. Does it? Yeah, letting the like grease drip down onto your stove. Yeah, maybe. Seems like a problem. Uh huh. Anyway, they left a grill. They left a <laughs> small TV. Okay. In the kitchen. Yep. Um, a huge antenna for the TV. Ooh. Um, in the attic, which is a little frightening looking. Yeah, not but... from, <laughs> not like a huge insect antenna. <laughs> No. Where well, did you get this? <laughs> Thank you so much for leaving this. Why is it in the attic? Um, it's a really good antenna. I, yeah. I'm not... So there's a whole world of like TV and like over the air antennas. Okay. Like on the internet, yeah. people go crazy about... Like there's websites where you can like check your local channels like and figure out which antenna you should buy in your specific location. Uh-huh. To pick up the right frequencies. Can't you stream all this stuff? All this stuff. What do you mean? Like, um, 
Can like, you access local channels via the internet? Uh, no. Huh. I don't think so. Not like live, you know, like your live news and your weather and like local like community stations like that kind of yeah. stuff. I don't think you can really stream online. I thought there was a service that did it. Um, I'm sure there's ways. Mm. Uh, I don't know how comp- complicated it is, but yeah. Um, but yeah. So we have over the air television. Um, <laughs> there was a, <laughs> there was a, I mean, we know that's what television means. Over the air. That's true. It's vision from Tele- over the air. Far away. Vision. Vision. Yeah. Visions. Hallucinations. I like it. In our closet. So I was doing the final walkthrough before yep. we do the closing. Yep. Just to make sure there was no flood. Right. There was that there was no tree <laughs> in the house. I don't know. <laughs> like, there. You walk into this room and you're like, what? Was this full of water when we... <laughs> <laughs> we didn't notice. Maybe it was here. I don't... Yeah. I didn't notice it. Um, yeah. Everything was, was fine. But... Um, there was, I did find something funny in the closet, the, like the coat closet. So as soon as you yep. walk in on your left, um, I opened that just like, I don't know why, like, why would I even, I should probably just assume that the closet's a closet. It's fine. Right. But I opened it and there was a piece, like a square cut out of a cereal box. So it was like a picture of like a you know bowl of cereal um taped to the wall okay and i was like hmm where does that lead yeah like is that a hole in the wall what is that yeah and as i was taking it off my realtor and i were joking i was like i hope this isn't load-bearing cardboard (laughs) (laughs) this is a load-bearing cereal box yeah so I, it was like taped pretty heavily on there. So I pulled it off and there was just like, a, like wires under there, like electrical stuff. Okay. I think it was maybe the, their old like security system that is not a thing. Right. I don't know what it is. Honestly. So you need to buy like a panel. <sighs> something. To cover it up. Yeah, something. Um, but I was just surprised because like in so many ways, this, um, the guy who used to live there is like this woodworker person, right? right? Like he's just like very, has these meticulous like bookshelves and um, like just a whole lot of details. Like in that same closet, he custom built these like shoe racks right? that he left and like little um, uh, things on the door to like hold mail, like wooden things, a whole cabinet in the kitchen that he custom built, like all this really cool, like, woodworking stuff and then there's like and taped then, cardboard and there's yeah that's the only thing in the house that's like how is this consistent <laughs> with your i don't know yeah with your sensibilities this is out of character yeah it was weird um anyway but that was the only thing that was like oh that's odd yeah um huh so everything's good we got the keys um, <laughs> that's, that's probably like the, <laughs> the minimum i would expect from buying a house oh thanks <laughs> They just make us like change the locks. Get a lock <laughs> yeah. Um, like good luck getting in there. Actually, that's a question that I do have is, um, do people generally change the locks when they buy a house? Yes. Have you done that? Yep. Both times? Yep. Okay. It seems like a solid thing to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's very, you think it's very common? 
to like, change you think, the you think everyone does it? I, I presume so. Okay. I don't know. I because we don't. I we, guess everyone doesn't have to do it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fine. We never thought about it until like a week ago, and we're like, yeah. should we do that? Yeah, we do it. Um, so that someone I don't really know, yeah, doesn't have access to my house. Yeah, that seems yeah. seems yeah. good. <laughs> um, I think it's inter- it'll be interesting to see my sense of security kind of change as we have right. a kid. Yeah, I feel like that's a big turning that's, point as far as like how how you feel about your house and your safety right. and your I don't know. Yeah. Um, not that you don't care before, but like. You it's, know, yeah, like, oh, I think I locked the front door. Like, maybe I won't check again. Right. You know, whereas like, oh, no, I'm going to double check and whatever. And yep. Um, anyway. Okay. So that sounds like we should get the get the locks changed. I I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I can't like speak to any. Right. Like experience of that going like, horribly so, wrong. So no one told you to do that. You're just like, oh, we, need, we should do this because right. it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, we happen to have, uh, uh, I know in Arizona we had that actually get covered by our homeowner's insurance. Well, that makes sense. Where they were like, um, yeah, you have to pay the call out charge, which was 50 bucks, but, Hmm. um, you just, they just gave us a company and we called them and they came out and changed the locks. Interesting. Cause I mean, they're interested in no one breaking into your house. Right. So it's cheaper for them up front to just yeah. change a lot, take that cost and yeah, not worry as much about people t- taking all your stuff and right. Getting a big claim for yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars. Okay. So, so maybe I'll call the, the insurance company and see if they will. Yeah. In. Hmm. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean it is, but at the same time it's, like a whole load of very boring tasks. <laughs> yeah, menial. Yeah, yeah, I mean my my uh, my big day after this is I'm going to shop for a lawnmower. <laughs> so I feel like this is like a perfect. Um, although I have bought a lot lawnmower before, I was just gonna say this is like a perfect ushering into my 30s. <laughs> like, all right, so, you know, weekend so, before my 30th birthday, I'm gonna go. So yes, look at lawnmowers. Yesterday um, after dinner. Um, uh, my wife and child also came out to dinner and we were all driving home mm-hmm. and talking about Quictionary, which I mentioned <laughs> on the last uh, Hunchpig, mm-hmm. um, which is an app about guessing words. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a game. Yep. It's sort of like Hangman. Yeah. It basically is Hangman. Mm. Um, except instead of uh, guessing one letter at a time, you guess all of the letters and the game tells you how many you got right. Yeah. But not, yeah. How many yeah. you got right, but not which order, like which not ones? if the order is correct or anything. Right. Yeah. Um, um, so you can kind of use logic to deduce like, okay, these two must be right. Right. Because this other, can't be this one because this other clue, like, yeah. Um, so it's almost like a Sudoku, like that kind of yeah part of it or like Minesweeper. Yeah, exactly. Because that's like the logic part. And then, but yeah. um, sort of counterintuitively, uh, one of the things that you want is to guess a word that has no letters right. Yeah. Because it just marks them all like in bright red. 
Right. It's like, it's none of these letters. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck yes. Like, <laughs> this has narrowed it down. Right. Because um, you're trying to deduce. Exactly. Which means deduct, which means subtract things from the possibilities. Yeah. So that you're left with a smaller set of things that could be correct. Right. So my wife <laughs> said that she... Um, was playing and she got three words in a row that were all wrong were misses yeah and so that's like 12 letters from the alphabet just gone Uh from your possibilities and the three of us were in this car going like oh shit (laughs) three in that's incredible like and then and then just this quiet voice from the back of the car is ian going i'm nearly 30 (laughs) We're so excited <laughs> about this. Oh no, it's good. It's, it's good. good. It's yeah. good to be excited I mean, by boring things. You know. <laughs> yeah, Katie in Massachusetts yeah. and I um, have been doing the New York Times crossword for a long time now. <laughs> Most day, like yeah, uh, maybe every other day now. But we used to do it every day. Yeah. Um, old married couple. Yeah, it feels. I'm okay with it. Yeah feels good we started up um world of warcraft yesterday oh um wow before Paige, that's a decision before my daughter um just from massachusetts and i would play uh wow all the time yep we raided did raided. all that yeah all that stuff uh-huh. uh and then before Paige was born <clears throat> we decided that we would stop mm-hmm. because it is a significant time sink yeah. Um, and we got sent an email recently uh, from Blizzard saying, here's seven days, three t- free time, and um, the latest expansion for free. Oh, cool. Sort of trying to draw people back in because their numbers are going down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we fired that up yesterday to try it out. And, um, so the first hit from the drug dealer, completely free. Yeah. Did you guys buy any crack or anything to, <laughs> to like just... The- just you know, to, do it all right at once. Yeah, just to fall back into old habits. <laughs> You're both just like vaping away. It's like, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah. I don't know. First impressions, disappointing. Hmm. Like, um, but one of the, so one of the things I wanted to talk about is this is one of the oldest code bases. Oh. That people have to deal with professionally. Well. In video games. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know, like... I was going to say, there's some mainframes... Right. ...at um, airports that are doing some weird yeah. stuff. Okay, yeah. No, I mean specifically in video games. Right. Like, yep. um, legacy code bases in video games aren't really a thing because most video games are sort of this mad dash development process and then you release a final product. Yep. And then there might be a couple of sort of bug fixes and patches, but yeah. you're pretty much done. Yep. Um, and World of Warcraft is, um, I don't know, what, 15 years old or something? Yeah. Um, when did WoW come out? Um, and they're constantly releasing sort of more content, but also going back and rewriting sort of old foundations mm-hmm. um, and sort of having to change up mechanics. And so you could see where they were trying to introduce um, new design patterns 
that have appeared in video games lately. Okay. Um, and so there were things like you'd um, go into a sort of instance area and there would be like a main um, character or enemy who's your target. And so there'd be like this little sort of zoom in cinematic on them. Mm-hmm. They'd say a couple of words and they'd have like their name appear before yep. them, which is not something that was happening right. in WoW before. But you could tell that it was dated. Mm. You know, this is like a, a sort of new idea being applied to an old What makes system. it a new idea? Is that like, is it trying to be more like handholdy? Like, oh, hey, this is, um, instead of you I'm, just exploring around, it's a little more like, hey, this is exp- this is I think it I think who it, you're fighting now. I think it's adding a little bit of focus and flavor. Okay. Yeah. Less I mean, I don't think it's handholdy because without that it's obvious what's happening. But that's like a extra bit of icing that sort of like helps introduce a character production value. Yeah, give of. gives you gives them a little more personality rather than just being another NPC. Right. Tries to get you more um, engaged with Exactly. what you're doing. Right. Which is their whole, yeah. The, that's their whole business. I mean, that's a, is, the video game, yeah. Um, <clears throat> goal, right? Yep. But I imagine it, like, must be crazy challenging. Yeah, they and they must have a very robust process mm. because they've been going for so long. Yep. For sort of iterating and actually building on top of this thing. Um, but, you know, uh, this is actually one of those places where you end up just rewriting. Yeah. Every time. Like if you look at something like Assassin's Creed, Mm -hmm. that's basically releasing the same product every game that comes out, but they've done a rewrite. Hmm. They like in terms of software. Oh, really? Every single version is a rewrite you're saying? I, I mean, basically, yeah. It's, you you take some of the underlying framework, and I mean, it's like uh, I guess with Basecamp, mm. like Basecamp is always a Rails app, right? But yeah, brand new, yeah. Um, speaking of old games that uh, we have recently played more of, <laughs> oh. so I um, one of my favorite video games ever. Might be my favorite. I don't know. It's it's up there. Age of Empires 2. Have we talked about Age of Empires 2? Yeah. Uh, not on the podcast, though. Okay. So I think it came out in like 1999 or something. Yeah. Um, I was so excited. I got it for Christmas. CD-ROM. Oh, man. <laughs> so good. Um, so it's set in you know medieval times, and you can build castles, and you build your army, and you have your villagers collect resources and chop wood right farm mine for gold stone um and kind of build this empire and try to try to defeat the other civilizations um it just i don't know struck this chord of like one of like micromanaging like right your resources was like super fun and like I mean, it's the kind of the age-old story of a lot of the board games, like classic board games now, or like mm. the German-style board games where you're like trying to balance, like, okay, I need to make a lot of resources, but at some point I need to like switch over to win, 
right? Yes. I need to like switch over to production of yeah. um, units or of yeah, you know, some something. Yeah, win. like victory points is the thing in the games, but this is like right. I need to like build my knights and my yeah. It's the, the it's these swordmen. these phases of like um, building up your um, economy and your armies, and then at what point do you switch to being offensive? Right. Um, and you know, it's the same in board games. Like the answer to that question is seconds or turns before mm. your opponents, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yep. Um, exactly. Yeah. So it's this kind of waiting game of like, okay, I don't. Like, yeah. Am I ready? You're kind of scouting out. Like, do they have any? Are they building units yet? Like, yeah. should I be, or can I just like keep amassing gold and wealth and you know food and whatever? Right. Anyway. Um, I don't know. It just strikes a chord with me. It's just so fun. Yeah. And it doesn't get old to me. Okay. Um, and so I was happy to see that it was re-released on Steam. Yeah. Age of Empires 2 HD, they call it, which is kind of a lame name. But right. <laughs> HD is like, what does it mean? <laughs> it's high definition. <laughs> yeah. I guess it, I don't know. That's what it means. It doesn't look that high definition. It looks pretty much the same to me, but um, it probably is higher definition. I'm sure it looked way worse um, in the 90s. But um, but I've actually been playing that every uh, couple times a week. Yeah. Uh, just against the computer and it's just i just love it so much it's so fun and so do you what's the aspects of that you really enjoy is it like the nostalgia or is it like is it the actual sort of real-time strategy element and framework is that would you play other real-time strategy games would i play other real-time strategy um yes and i have okay um so yeah, so I I started with Age of Empires one. I used right. to play the demo for Age of Empires one, over and over and over. Yeah, and it like oh, yeah. it's funny to think back like that. There wasn't a whole lot there, but I, I still <laughs> love it. Just like the idea of like oh I'm like building yeah. up from nothing like into this, researching these technologies like the wheel. You know, yeah. just, I don't know. It just seemed really cool. Like the history part of it, I think um, was cool too to right. me of of just learning about this how is- things have like progressed in history yeah. um but i have played other rts games that i like a lot um the lord of the rings game was good yeah do you play that one um which lord the of the rings um real-time strategy game yeah i don't know i haven't yeah that was pretty fun okay um and it, it so one incorporated of- kind of like a hero aspect where you like depending on which civilization you were you would have um you know frodo or uh Okay, Legolas or yeah, whoever as as a hero that you could summon, right? And uh, they would basically get experience points throughout the okay the thing, so yeah. they would kind of level, level up, up to give it sort of like Warcraft another 3. aspect. Yeah, I never played War- Warcraft three, which everyone's surprised when I'm like, I like real time strategy games. Like, yeah, Warcraft three is like the first yeah. thing that comes to mind. I'm like, no, I never. Played it's it. a very even now. Yeah, um, like. They haven't released a HD definition or anything, but I still think it's a lot of fun, and it runs on Mac. Hmm. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. I also never really got into StarCraft. Yeah. I um, I played that. I tried it out, like, the yeah. original version a couple of years ago, or, I don't know, five, six years ago, and um, it seemed a little too fast-paced for what I wanted. Yeah. Um, and, like, extreme. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
yeah, they um, <laughs> when you start sort of reading into th- StarCraft, I guess this is probably true in all real-time strategies, but they talk about like micro and macro managing. Mm. And when you get to that point, um, it's maybe beyond what I want to invest mm. in a game. Yeah. Um, of that type. Yeah, yeah. Where it's sort of like one-off battles. Yeah, there's something... Hmm. I don't know. There's something about Age of Empires where they there's a perfect balance there where they they make you feel hopeful even if you're mm. like you're like oh there's a chance that I could like sneak away with some villagers even if if it, is, it seems like I'm losing right I can like sneak away start a new town center in this other part of the map yeah and like try to rebuild like silently yeah and then like sneak and like win and that's i've seen that happen multiple times which is fun right. that that's a possibility which i didn't feel that way like in starcraft was like oh i'm just getting overrun like i'm just right I, i'm just done i don't know i think also that there, there has to be a lot said for um theme yeah like if there's a theme that just doesn't speak to you yeah and you you're not sort of in awe about it and sort of like yep starry-eyed then you're not going to enjoy the game right i think for me, the history stuff was more interesting than the space sci-fi stuff. Right, um, and I think I think the in a way. fantasy stuff from Warcraft is just more interesting to me than the sci-fi stuff from Starcraft. Yep, yep. Um, um, it's interesting. So I've been hearing a lot about this game, Offworld Trading Company. Offworld Trading Company. Okay. So um, this is a lot of people have been saying it's sort of like. Um, a real-time strategy game, but it's only the economy part. Okay. So there, I get the impression that there are other races that are having wars with each other, but hmm. you're just an off-world trading company. Huh. So, <laughs> oh, interesting. So you're you're the the arms dealer, right? Maybe, maybe, or, maybe. Like the, or you're it's all sorts of supplies with... like food, resources. Yep. Yep. Hmm. And it's all about. Just setting up trade routes, making sure they're safe, and that's interesting. Um, it's a logistics game, huh? Uh, yeah, I could see myself getting into that. Yeah, cool. There's a lot of a lot of uh, press about it, and um, not, not not really press, just, but like just uh, supposed to be good. Something I've been hearing about, and um, yeah, it's something I've been meaning to check out. Something I have been playing. And people can get, so maybe I should talk about it, is um, Evoland. Evoland. Yeah. So you'll like this because it's a mixture of evolution and land. Land. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, you know... um, Portmanteau. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I don't know. No. No. Isn't portmanteau when you describe something... It's like when you have two full words, I think, that you... Uh, Like race car. Or it could be like island doorway oh doorway okay because you know what I mean? it's literally just like two words two full words together into one word okay i yeah. think that's not what evo land is anyway so <laughs> don't I, I i'm not the yeah <laughs> um uh the old zelda games were like top down uh sort of like the pokemon style adventure adventure like um you press a and you hack with the sword mm-hmm. so it's that style of game um but with time travel so there's the present oh. you can go 50 years into the past or you can go 50 years into the future 
and the graphic style changes depending on where you are. <laughs> so if you go into the past, it's like a really old um, style RPG, like eight, <laughs> eight bit art style. Yeah. And if you go into the future, everything's 3D. That's cool. Um, which is a cute. Although there weren't really 8-bit games 50 years ago. But I'll let that pass. I'll let that right. slide. No, this is just in this world. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool, though. Probably will we'll be beyond 3D games in 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. We'll all be, like, slotting into, you know, spikes into the back of our heads. <laughs> um, but it's available. There is, uh, I've talked about the Humble Bundle before. There is currently the Humble Eye Candy Bundle, hmm. which has three days remaining. And for 10 bucks, you can get um, seven games. So, one of them being Evo Lens 2. So now the clock is ticking for me to release this episode. Within... Yep. You have to release it quickly so people can. Yeah. Oh, one of the games is a game called Human Resource Machine. <laughs> and, you... <laughs> and you do um, really basic programming, but with people. Oh my god! What, so, that, what does that mean? And wait, that's in the humble bundle. Yeah. Oh man. So you set up these um, like logical operations, but they're done by um, monotonous employees. Who <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like? <sighs> they're like. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. Yeah, they'll take like numbers and operations off a conveyor belt and set them oh up in the way god. you tell them to. <laughs> All right, I think I'm gonna buy this now. Human resource machine. I just want to. I just want to play that game. <laughs> I just want- <laughs> so good yeah but the irony is that the person playing it is actually doing something kind of monotonous yeah like the yeah exactly yeah oh uh, that's funny um so yeah funny 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 people should do that if you don't know about the humble bundle it's really cool they're um basically uh publishers put up games to be bought for a price of your choosing and some of the money goes to charity yeah isn't it uh child's play that's so I think that was the original, um, uh, but they, they do different charities and you can actually choose which charity it goes to. That's cool. So each bundle has like, um, you know, the default charity that we're giving to is this one. But um, when you set up how much you want to pay, you can choose where the money goes. And so mm-hmm. you can say, I want this much to go to the publisher. I want this much to go to um, Humble Bundle so that they can keep running. And then I want yep. this much to go to the charity. It's really neat. Yeah. Um, I do like the Child's Play charity because it's um, yeah. giving video games to kids in hospitals. and Right. Like, that's, I don't know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, uh, if I can make this kid's day a little bit better by, you know, right. playing a game, I think it's worth it. Yeah. It's cool. A little bit of escapism. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I think it runs a little <laughs> Speaking of escapism, mm. shall we take a break? Should we escape? We shall. Yeah. So we have a topic here that uh, I think you know something about. Right. I hope. Well, I don't know what I hope. Which topic? Um, Looks like it's called cat fisting. Yeah. I'm not going to put any judgments on. What do you think that is? Um, Hmm. 
think it's when cats try to like shake hands <laughs> okay with their paws with their paws that's my guess so you'll be relieved to hear that it has nothing to do with cats but it is to do with catfish okay so this is apparently like a dangerous um or a stupid thing that fishermen do mm-hmm. where they'll stick their fist into the water yep and that's the bait <laughs> for fish. What? So then like a big fish will come and like, oh, and like oh bite on your God. fist and you'll come out and grab the fish. No way. And it's called cat fisting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, is it like a, uh, is this for economical reasons where it's like, oh, have, you know what? We can't afford worms this week. Or I have like no idea. Lures. like Maybe it's just like. Or is it like a party trick? Or like a drinking thing? Yeah, yeah. Or just like... <laughs> I'm imagining, yeah. You're like, like, a, like a test of manhood. I right. have no idea. Bud Light in your left hand. <laughs> fist right in fist the water. in the water. Oh my gosh. Wow. Does yeah, that hurt? I just... Yeah, no. I, like you can... I guess it can be really um, harmful. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Depends on the... Fish, I guess. The fish. Uh, is, this, is this a saltwater environment or a... I, I literally know lake. nothing beyond the name and the practice. Catfish. Although I feel like uh, catfish are freshwater? I'm, I guess I'm nervous about Googling catfisting. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, the act of putting your arm in a swamp in the hopes of attracting a catfish... To attach itself to your fist so that you can later eat it. <laughs> so that you can later eat it. Okay. How much later and like, <laughs> do you just let it hang on in the meantime? You're like, you're hungry. You've just got your, like, a fish on the end of your arm and you're like yeah. twisting it over a fire. You're just like, are you guys hungry yet? Yeah. No, eat, we're good. Eating it off your hand. Okay. Um, I'll oh. just wait. Wow. Um, that's impressive. That's the stupidest thing. That's, um, it's pretty manly. Seems manly. You reckon? Um. Good Lord. You, uh, you just told me about a, a pretty impressive, um, uh, story of courage. Oh! In Scotland that I found interesting. Yeah. And impressive. A, an, uh, an Al-Qaeda um, yeah, actually, I'm going to... Terrorist? Yeah. With uh, bombs strapped to him? Are you... Yeah. Did you make this up? Is that why you're... No, I'm oh, just okay. making sure. So, yes, it was... This was in Glasgow Airport. Yep. Terminal 1. Um, this is the third attempt of this group to create terror. Yep. In 36 hours. So this was during a string of other incidents. Yep. And um, basically this uh, guy covered himself in um, like a bag full of bombs and all sorts of things. And then um, doused himself in petrol, set himself on fire and ran into Glasgow Airport. Um, Which, you know, the idea was to cause panic. Right. Um, and terror. 
Well, and explode himself, right? Yep. Um, Which, yeah. Yep. So he was running through, shouting, Allah, Allah, you know, typical kind of stuff. Jihadist stuff, yeah. Now, in most um, places, this would have ended with him blowing up. Right. But in Glasgow, that's not what happened. Um, yeah. Basically, a g- guy who was there, this was the first day of school holidays. And so he was there to go on holiday with his family. Um, Jackie Kennedy, 46. Uh, oh, no. Sorry. Her husband. <laughs> yeah. Just turned around and, like, as this guy was running into the airport on fire screaming. Yeah. Just punched him in the face. (laughs) And, like... I love it. Floored him. And then a bunch of people came over with his fire extinguishers and put him out. It's amazing. It's such a, like, anticlimactic, but so good. Right, right. No, I... Now I want I want the uh, the Scottish like counterterrorism unit. I want their logo to just be like the the face with <laughs> the, the face punch, fist, like yeah, the face punch emoji. Yeah, um, man. Now that's see that's the war on terror right there. <laughs> that's what it should be. Just not being terrified. Just punch people in the face. Just... <laughs> like stop it. Yeah. Boom. Like shouldn't be all this spying and craziness. It should just be you know <laughs> what. Punch him in the face. It doesn't work. You're a terrorist. Punch him in the, the face. spying and foils so much. Yeah, we need some of that. Yeah, that's so much better than waiting for people to... That's true. We, we need some of that, but <laughs> I think we should have more of a balance. We should I have th- more people that punch people in the face yeah. in, the, in I America. Think, I think there should be less um, Including TSA security. Okay. And more... Face punching. Face punching. Yeah. Um, but only when, only when you're surf, like, I mean, this guy was on fire. It was pretty obvious Yeah, what was happening. Don't just start punching people in the face <laughs> because you suspect. Right. Yeah. That's bad. We shouldn't do that. I mean, if someone's on fire, um, whether or not it's intentional, you know, maybe you're doing them a favor by yeah, punching you, them in the you face. You probably need to calm them down. Yeah. Either way. It's like, <laughs> I probably want to get knocked out if I'm on fire. Um, but yeah. Oh man. <laughs> that stories like that where I just think about like, wow, I, I don't know. I was going to say, I don't know what I do in that situation, but I think I do know what I would do in that situation <laughs> and it's not what happened. <laughs> oh man. It's impressive. <laughs> I managed to knock this guy on the ground. <laughs> that's uh, great. That's his hair was still on fire when the police were arresting him. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (sighs) Nuts. But like, um, we obviously learn a lot of, uh, sort of history of the British Isles while, um, at school in England. Right. And, um, a lot of the sort of old wars with Scotland, um, sounded terrifying Mm -hmm. because we'd basically turn up um you know in a field for battle Mm -hmm. and um in in your formal uh garb yep and our opponent would be um 
you know, a bunch of men in skirts, um, sort of like marching towards us. Yeah. Playing bagpipes. Large, which, hairy men yeah, in skirts. Bagpipes are like a terrifying <laughs> instrument. Yeah. It sounds like something's already dying. Yeah. At the best of times. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, there are countless stories of um, like all archers or longbow men targeting yep. the bagpipe players. Huh. And the bagpipe players going down and the person behind them dropping all of their weapons, picking oh, up the bagpipe man. and continuing to play. That which is, is frightening. Yeah, that's fucking horrifying. <laughs> um, wow, yeah. Because the amount of courage and like... yeah. Like gumption, I don't know. The, I don't know what the words are for this. Like that's just you cannot break the morale yeah. of these people. I mean, like, you're just... they're just like marching forward. <laughs> yeah, you're, and yeah, the music is not stopping. <laughs> like just facing, like wow. looking at madness in that, the face. That is and, wow. Yeah, that is that sounds very effective. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, I think it's scary. Yeah. Um, yeah, Long Bowman, Age of Empires 2. If you're the Brits. Yeah. Yep. If you're the if you're the Celts, you have the um the Woad Raiders. Woad Raiders. Could you look huh. that up? W O A D. Well, I I'm, I'm always curious what that meant. Woad and they and they're these, you know, Celts wearing um infantry men. Exceptionally quick infantry. Yeah. They are fast. <laughs> they have an attack bonus against buildings. Hmm. You didn't know that? No, so I always play the same civilization in right. Age of Empires 2. And I'll tell you why. Um, it's the Huns. And the reason is because they're they're nomadic. Okay. So they don't require houses. <laughs> so So I started playing this this civilization, you know, ten years ago. <laughs> And I got spoiled because I was like, oh, oh, I, don't, I don't have to housing. build houses anymore. Yeah. So my, my whole strategy, like everything that I do and I micromanage is based on the fact that I don't have to build houses. Right. And I, every time I try to play another civilization, I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot to build a house. <laughs> There's not enough houses for people. So uh, apparently woad is a plant uh, found in England that you can extract a blue pigment from it. Oh, and so they, they probably put it on their... Paint themselves. The war paint. Yeah. To okay. look more fearsome and unnerve their enemies. So, I bet... Okay. So, Braveheart. Yep. That kind of stuff. Um, cool. Wood Raiders. Wood Raiders. Man, I want to I play with the Wood Raiders now. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be the Celts next time. Um, so, I had something terrifying happen this week. Hmm. Which I don't think you know about. Oh. Which is my dog had a seizure. Oh, um, it's not good. No, no, it was terrifying. Hmm. Um, so we were, uh, so I was at home. Uh, the way we work it is that my wife drops, um, our daughter off at daycare and I pick her up. Right. So I leave, um, get home early and I become like, I do all the, um, cooking and domestic stuff, mm -hmm. uh, which is excellent Yeah, because I enjoy cooking. Cool. Um, but basically, um, I was marinating something, marinating something. And, um, so I just come in 
to um, change Paige's nappy. Mm-hmm. And I finished that. Daper. Turned around. Mm-hmm. And um, my dog like fell onto his side. Oh, and couldn't get up. Oh. And I was like, God, that's really weird. Yeah. Um, and so like I quickly picked him up and put him on the couch. Mm-hmm. And he like just started panting heavily for like five minutes. And he kept sort of um, licking his one of his back feet. Hmm. I thought, God, has he like hurt his leg or something? Is yeah. that why? And so like I sort of tried to turn him over a bit to get a look at his leg. Um, like I was thinking like, did he like sprain it or break it or something? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. And um, he like totally like stiffened and contorted Ugh. and started shuddering. Wow. That's scary. And I was like, oh my God, is this where like, is this the final yeah. <laughs> like moments with my dog? Right. And that went on for like maybe 30 seconds or a minute, Mm. you know, but it's like, what do you even do? Like, I'm just like, I'm just there with him. Yeah. While this is happening. Hmm. And, um, then it stopped and he was shaking, but more of a nervous, like, oh my God, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. 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 Kind of nature. And so we like took him to the vet. Mm hmm. And they did a bunch of tests and they've come back saying, like, they have no idea. Like, So they did, did they say it was a seizure? So I Is described no... it and she was like, it's like one of two things. It's either a seizure or it could be something um, with his inner ear, like an infection that oh, like... is causing his balance to fuck up. That sounds like more than balance. Right. And she said, the only reason I think that is because of the like falling over beforehand and... Hmm. Like, um, like turning him a bit to try and get a look at his leg yeah, could have messed with triggered this. something. Huh. But, um, he had an elevated temperature and then like the next day he was back to normal. Like his temperature was fine. <laughs> he wow. it's been doing everything yeah. normally since then. This happened on Wednesday. So it's been a couple of days. It's bizarre. Huh. And they're like, you know, this could just be something that ends up going on his medical record and maybe it will never happen again. They, they said like, if it does happen again, try and tape it (laughs) because then they'll have a better. Yeah. It will be easier to diagnose. (laughs) Um, I think that probably is pretty sound advice for people as well. Oh, like having that presence of mind to tape yeah what's these, happening yeah these days yeah everyone has a camera in their pocket and yeah a video camera in their pocket it's it's amazing really right might as well take advantage of it in ways that help people instead of <laughs> taking selfies everywhere and i mean you can do that too yeah no i mean but do, do both yeah, you do both i guess but yeah if we're gonna use it for taking picture of our food before we eat it then we should yeah you know use it for medical purposes <laughs> Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, it's funny how I kind of forget to use a camera when it makes total sense. Like, yeah. we're so we're trying to hire some painters to come into the house and paint like our stairway and another like a bedroom. Right. 
And so I finally got in touch with someone and, you know, he wanted to know the, the dimensions. Um, and the bedroom was easy. I was like, hey, it's, you know, 12 by whatever. Right. Um, and then the stairway is a little more complicated to try to describe with, even with the measurements, it's like, what is it? What do these measurements mean? Right. Like it kind of winds up here. There's a landing. And mm. I was like, what if I took pictures of it? Like, would that help? He's like, oh yeah, that would be really helpful. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just because I started going to this, like, I don't know how to describe this, you know, the space. Yeah. Like, even with numbers, it doesn't really make that much sense. Right. Um, I was like, oh. Yeah. Like picture is a thousand words. It's, <laughs> it's true. Um, huh. Technology. I think you can generalize that, right? To say, like, there's so many, like, I, I don't know how many apps I have installed. Right. 150. I don't know. 100 apps, maybe. And it's like, <laughs> if I, you know, there's feeling of like, when I download an app, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to solve this problem. And then I never, ever open that app <laughs> or I open it once and I forget about it. Oh, so and I'm like, no, I don't, I'll, you know, when, in the right time, when it makes sense, I'll open that app and it's going to be really great. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, just not remembering to use the technology we have, I think is just the cause of so much right waste. I, you know? I downloaded three apps that were specifically for showing you on Hunchpig <laughs> and we finished the last episode and I'd forgotten yeah. So I showed you afterwards. Um, one of them is called Ink Hunter, which allows oh, yeah. you to add tattoos to yourself. So it's like an augmented reality mm-hmm. thing, which is it's super fucking cool. It's really crazy. Yeah. You like you draw um, a symbol anywhere on your body. It's like a square face, basically. Mm-hmm. And then it replaces with, that. With a Sharpie with a mark, or yeah. something. And um, pen. I mean, does it yeah. matter? Just like It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, and then it uses your phone camera and you just look through it and it replaces that with a tattoo. A pretty legitimate looking yeah. tattoo. It's, um, fucking amazing. And you it can, kind of, you it, can put, and it bends around your, like the shape of your, right. and like you the can, 3d kind of shape of your arm or whatever in yeah. a way that looks really pretty good. And you can put on, you can put your own sketches in. Hmm. So you like sketch a design, take a photo and it will let you. Yep. Put that tattoo on yourself. <laughs> See what it would look like. So that's called Ink so, Hunter. So I wonder, like, so what is the purpose of the app? So I could I just guess. I have no idea. So there's there's a couple of things I see here. Okay. One is uh, is a prank thing, right? Where you're like, mm. hey, check out my tattoo. Like, Take a photo. And you, and you, yeah, you post right. it to wherever. And just to see, like, how people react. Like, yep. Might be fun. Um, or there's more practical use of, I actually plan on getting a tattoo in this spot. Let me figure out what would work. Like, is that a practical thing? I guess. What can you select from? Like as far as patterns? So there, there are loads of preset patterns, but then you can do your own. Oh, okay. So, so you can sketch in the app and have that. You, you sketch on a piece of paper and you take a photo. Okay. And it will turn that into a. Got it. Yeah. Um, that's neat. Yeah. Um, the other one is, uh, like a staging app. So for, um, you have an empty room and you can like put 3d furniture in it. Oh, that's cool. Um, so it's, it's really cool because you like, 
you place this 3D model in the room and then you can walk around and yep. see it from different angles and it sort hmm. of stays so you don't uh, where it is uh, wait a second you have so to is it, is it augmented reality yeah I see so you're okay so you're in a room. camera yeah you're in your actual room yep you say yep. how tall you are because you have to keep it at the same height mm. and it uses the accelerometer to work out yep where you're looking <laughs> that's really cool yep and then and useful when you buy a new house and you're looking yeah at looking furniture and putting like, furniture and then oh. so i think their thing is you can buy furniture through the app i don't really know that I makes sense i don't know what the ink hunters how they produced it or make money yeah yeah like who knows that's not clear it's a very cool augmented right. reality app. i mean that could be a prototype that they expect to get right maybe they're a consultancy and they want to get business from you know i don't know yeah um so then the final i can see i can see ikea getting a hold of that the, the one you just talked about and yeah like going nuts with that technology because so, yeah their catalogs are all like these beautiful spaces that are like and i think they have, perfectly laid out and they already have like 3d models of all their furniture oh uh, that makes sense because i think they have like a, a web gl thing where you can like you oh. set the dimensions of the room and then you can yeah no i have i've played with that that's yeah right. that's probably why i thought of that but but yeah the augmented part would be really yeah a fun little touch if you're just like all right, we have this awkward spot yep. left. Like, what can we put here that will have enough space so it doesn't look crowded, but it looks, right. you know, whatever. So the last one is called AI Poly. Okay. And this uses your camera to try and tell you what you're looking at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's really bad. It's really funny. Um, it's bad in a good way. Yeah. No, it's... I mean, um, it... It surprised me with some stuff. Yeah. But then other things, it's like, that's not even close. So I'm going to point this at my laptop. Apple MacBook Pro. Oh, shit. Whoa. Pro. Okay. Okay. I'm going to point it at my beer. Yep. MacBook. That's not a MacBook. Coin. <laughs> coin. That's not a coin. Glass. Oh, it, what it about my glass? glass try my cup. face. Coin. Nickel. <laughs> oh my god that just happened blinds that okay i'm happened. pointing at the blinds uh, <laughs> um i'm a little worried about the baby now i'm gonna point at this pot of paint nope no curtains in here <sighs> it's not a sink <laughs> But yeah, I it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Point it at my face. Nipple. It really brings back my my nickname from elementary school. Nipple face Anderson. <laughs> I thought I'd never oh, thought no one would ever call me that again. Oh, oh well. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even hesitate <laughs> it was just instant like oh yeah that's definitely definitely what that is without doubt oh man it's my nose oh, i'm gonna be worried about this all day now <laughs> i mean there's you know whatever <laughs> it's worse things for your face to look like i guess i guess so there's another thing i found um Oh, weirdly enough, this is from 
This is another Scottish thing. <laughs> They're still reeling from I, that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, this is from Aberdeen University. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have made a joking computer. Mm-hmm. So this is an AI that tries to make up jokes. Oh, what? you look excited. Okay. Okay. It's at uh, abdn.ac.uk slash joking computer. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I already, I already made one of these, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Let's see what the joking computer can do. Mm-hmm. Use the software online. God, this is a bad UI. Start the joking computer. Okay. He can build a million new jokes, such as, what do you get when you cross a frog with a street? Uh, what do you get when you cross a frog with a street? I'm going to say a toad. A main toad. Oh. <laughs> wow. But some of them are not very funny. You can help. Oh, him. that one was very funny? No. <laughs> Is that what you're playing? He's saying that you can help them get better by rating the jokes. So this is using okay. like machine learning to try and work out. Um, That's cool. So let's choose a joke. What do you call a cross between a good luck and a cylinder? <laughs> this is going to be awesome. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a, a, a wish pole. A break drum. I don't get it. No, no one does. A good luck? I don't know what a good luck is. <laughs> Just a single good luck? Uh, why is... So once you do that, you can rate it, you can add it to their joke book, you can ask, why is it a joke? <laughs> so we'll do that. Yeah, why is this a joke? Here is how the joke works. Break and break sound roughly the same. Break and break? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because they're the There's... same. <laughs> Brake drum is a kind of cylinder. <laughs> oh. Uh... Oh, that's the whole explanation? <laughs> that's the whole okay. explanation. <laughs> Thank you. Any joke. Um... <laughs> Why is a flying incident different from an ill insect? Flying incident... Incident different, different from, from an, an Ill, Ill insect. insect. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what... <laughs> One is a quick scene. The other is a sick queen. Oh, wow. Say that, say that again? <laughs> Why is a flying incident different from an ill insect? Sick queen is the ill insect, and the quick scene is a flying incident. A quick scene. Oh my gosh. Why is this a joke? I mean, I understand. If you swap the sounds at the start of sick queen, you get quick scene. Wow. Queen is a kind of insect. Not sure about that. Scene is a kind of incident. Queen is a kind of incident. I'm not sure about that. I stung by a queen. I disagree with both of these. Sick and ill mean roughly the same. This is true. Can you pass the queen spray? (laughs) Quick and flying mean roughly the same thing. That's not true at all. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, joking computer. Um, Five out of ten. That's great. 
I like that. Uh, yeah, I like that we're trying. <laughs> so, I have. It's at least a little bit smarter than girls just want to have puns. Oh well, well. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Although... It does take feedback. True. But... But... What's the goal of... Jokes? Um, to make people laugh. Yeah. I would say... My pun pun generator that I wrote... Has made uh, some good laughs. I Not think, because they're good puns. I think you might be biased. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah. am biased. Yeah. Um, but I know that I've also cried many tears of <laughs> laughter from that thing <laughs> stupid stupid tears that don't make any sense i like it yep you want to talk about mosquitoes Ooh. um i feel like is this something you've only just been made aware of yeah matt i don't know everything okay <laughs> No, I I feel like there was a lot of um, <clears throat> talk about it while um, the whatever that virus is called the Zika Zika virus while it was what first being um, worried reported about? okay as a yeah problem. yeah it looks like you are correct um, so the article that was posted by friend of the show Derek um, where's he from where is Derek from yeah. I don't know where he's from exactly, but he's friend of the show. Oh. You know, he is from Massachusetts. Derek from Massachusetts? Right. That's that's okay. the right one. Um, he, he So it looks like the article was uh, from January. Right. So it's a little old, but, you know, we, we don't brand ourselves as a breaking news show for that very reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so the article is called Let's Kill All the Mosquitoes. Yep. From Slate. And... Um, I like it. I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of it. Uh, and it's about how um, we should just kill them all Yep. Uh, in a clever way, which is um, basically um, releasing a bunch of genetically modified mosquitoes into the wild that only breed males. Right. So, releasing male mosquitoes that have a tweak to them that, yeah, they can only make other males, and then once you have all males, that's, you're going to... That's it? You're going to die off. <laughs> um, nothing to be done there. Right. Uh, and I just thought that was a, a clever approach. It sounds sounds like it could be the ending of some of a movie. Of like a movie called Outbreak or something, or okay, yeah, or like this is the solution, right? To how we, yeah, either be like a neatly close character named Ian, maybe, and <laughs> maybe it's Jeff Goldblum, I don't know, yeah, and uh, um, anyway, I think we should do it, yeah. Let's no, let's I'm release, a big fan. Let's, let's release them, and this isn't something that's um just sort of theoretical, yep. So uh, I forget where they tested this. But they basically had trucks full of these genetically modified mosquitoes, mm -hmm. and they just drove through an area releasing them. Yep. And then, like, um, I don't know, a month later or something, 
Yep. Um, basically, the mosquito population was, um, you know, totally diminished. Yeah, that's good. Um, so there's talks of um, calling off the Olympics in Brazil. Because oh, because of the unrest there? Be, no, because of the Zika virus. Oh, interesting. Because it's so widespread. Right. And <laughs> you know how you make an epidemic worse? <laughs> You, my... <laughs> you elect people from every single country in the world to go there, to go there yeah, and their that. fans and their fam- family and whoever. Yep. And, you know, bring, yeah, bring what they learned back to their country. <laughs> um, it is, it does sound like kind of like a perfect storm. Like, yeah, if I were an evil mosquito Lord, <laughs> I would have thought this whole thing up. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, how are we going to take over the humans? You know, like we're going to target brazil we're going to target brazil where the olympics are going to be yep um i don't know which happened first but you know mosquitoes think in mysterious ways right and we're going to bring them all together we're going to mess with them we're gonna bite them give them the zika virus give them the zika virus um and they're gonna go they're gonna have birth defects and like basically maybe they're planning the same thing that we're planning for them oh how about that <laughs> Huh? They heard about. Huh? Huh? You thought about that? Literal flies on the wall. Whoa. <laughs> Mosquito spies. So really, we're at this. Uh, yeah, we're at this juncture in history where we have to decide who's going to win. Who's going to win? Yeah. Um, we're tied up by our petty politics that won't. Yeah, it's true. Won't take action. Trump could be involved. Who knows? <laughs> he could be a mosquito. I think Ted Cruz might have been the mosquito. Might have been the... <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a fun thought. Although very scary. Like if the mosquitoes did win, just to imagine what, oh, this, yeah. what this planet would turn into. Well, I mean, we wouldn't be here. Probably. Right. But if we could if we could be a mosquito on the in the atmosphere, looking at, looking down... Mm. What would that look like? Yeah. Frightening. Ugh. <laughs> no, I'm a fan. Yeah. Removing all mosquitoes. I um, I don't know what their food's a food source for, but as far as I'm aware, they're mm. parasites. Spiders. Spread diseases. We don't need spiders. No, we actually do need spiders. Spiders are fine. Spiders can stay. <sighs> um, <clears throat> yeah. They kill all the other insects. I'm well, a fan. they... They're not killing enough. They're not. Apparently. No. They need to... So maybe we need more spiders. They need a hand. I... No. A spider with a hand is way more frightening. <laughs> than I... <laughs> I already don't like spiders. They have hands and eight legs. No. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> okay. No hands for spiders. <laughs> You know what would be worse? I guess you said just a single hand, just a hand. They need a hand. One hand is actually scarier than two hands on a spider. Where would it, like, is it out front? Is it on the, like, top of their yeah. body, just kind of waving? Just on one of the legs. <laughs> oh. Just a random one. <laughs> <laughs> God. Ugh. Spiders could be worse. Worse than what? Than they currently are. Sure. Imagine if they could fly. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> uh, are there any flying spiders? Because there's definitely jumping spiders. There's jumping. 
That's Which not the same I as flying. I hate that already. I can jump. I cannot fly. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like a rocketeer spider with like jetpacks. I, I know there are like parachuting. That's scary. Ones that like set up um, oh, gliders with webs. Fuck that. <laughs> no. No parachuting spiders. <laughs> but imagine if they had wings. Good lord. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, they would make bats look like angels. Oh. Just like, oh yeah, I love bats. Those are those aren't scary. Yeah. They eat spiders. <laughs> wow. That would be crazy. I feel like you could have a whole that could be like a show where you have like bats versus flying spiders. Yeah. And you just yeah. release them all up and just watch that. Makers of Sharknado. Yeah. 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 Ugh. And the crowd is just like Tim Burton and like, <laughs> Which are really scary. I don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast, but insects and spiders used to be much bigger. Um, because uh, their, their size is basically determined by how much oxygen is in the atmosphere. Interesting. So if you bump up the oxygen, they just get bigger because they breathe through their skin. <sighs> and so um, when life was first... Wait, formed, wait, wait. I'm not following that exactly. They get bigger because they breathe through their skin. Right. So um, they need... So when you get bigger, your volume increases, but your surface area doesn't increase at the same rate. Right. They're like, if you double in size, your, if your volume doubles in size, the surface area hasn't doubled in size. And so there's a ratio of um, how much oxygen they need to intake to support a particular volume. Right. And so when there is more oxygen, they can get bigger. Ugh. Um, yep. And so when uh, sort of insects were first on the scene, yeah, um, there were a lot fewer organisms producing carbon dioxide. And so the oxygen uh, levels in the atmosphere was much higher, mm. um, which led to things like more forest fires and things like that. <laughs> but also giant insects. Wow. Nope. Imagine, imagine a forest fire. So there's more, you said there's more forest fires in this case too? Yes. Because it's easier for things to ignite. Imagine you're in a forest in this, in this world, right? Right. It's a forest fire. And the forest fire starts and Um, all the spiders get scared. Yeah. The giant spiders. (laughs) They're trying to leave. So you're like running out of this forest that's on fire. Giant spiders. Oh. It's like those forest fires happening in Canada right now could be a lot scarier. I mean... They're pretty scary as <laughs> if they is. were full of giant spiders. But yeah, if they were, ooh. yikes, yikes. Um, ugh. there was a there was a spider gif going around uh, recently. Yep, where uh, a man um, kills a spider on his kitchen floor with oh God. a broom or something, and then <laughs> you see these tiny like just a dusting of tiny little spiders. Oh, I can't even just going in every direction. So like he killed this big spider that had uh, egg sac that was just ready, just ready. ready. And they just go everywhere. (laughs) And they show his, they show his shocked face. And then he packs his bags, leaves his house, goes to NASA, gets in a space shuttle and destroys the earth from space because he decides that it's no longer worth <laughs> saving 
Oh, yeah, I. Hmm. Yikes. Home ownership. Hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> that doesn't to happen. Us. I mean, what would you, even if you were in an apartment, what would you do? I'd move. <laughs> I mean, at least, or at the very least, I would just have to be creeped out for another couple months. <laughs> no. Um, no, I wouldn't move. No, I'd wait for the lease to be up. Then I'd move. You'd, you'd wait at least. <laughs> wait at least for the lease. For the lease, up. right. Yeah. Yep. Ooh. Spiders are creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't like spiders. Nope. Uh, I, I mean, they do some good things. Yep. There's a lot of people that do really good things that I don't like either. You know, it's like... I mean, they don't... There's a difference between likability and... They don't and, creep and you out. Good. The same way a spider does. Hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you give an example of someone who does good, but you don't like? Um, that's a good question. Nope. No. Nope. I was going to say, you know, can you imagine them crawling on your face? <laughs> I mean, that would just be I funny. I mean, now I don't like them. <laughs> now you don't like them. <laughs> Whoever they are. Oh, yeah. Sweden has done something bold. Oh? Yeah. Um, so Sweden has a Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. At Sweden. And they give the Twitter handle to random people. Oh. Random Swedes. They give control of it to... Yeah, for a week at a time. That's fun. Um, what's the What's the most interesting thing that's happened there? So I think the the first um, person to had it to have it her first tweet with the at Sweden um, handle was uh, I'm this person I don't fika I like to fuck and drink <laughs> wow and it was like oh hmm. it's like oh we got a week of this huh? this, this went well <laughs> uh huh so. Just uh, check, trying the boundaries first. And... <laughs> yeah. They have 145,000 tweets. Wow. Yeah. Like <laughs> almost 100,000 followers. I'm going to I'm gonna have to follow that. Although... I imagine, I imagine the first thing people do is follow themselves when they get the at Sweden. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And all their friends. <laughs> it's actually pretty genius. The person at the moment, um, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new Swede every week is for the at Sweden uh, handle. He's a gamer who loves Eurovision. He doesn't like politics, but he does like cats. And they just mm. have a new person every week. That <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Is Eurovision um, like American Idol? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we caught some of that in Ireland. And I was like, what is this thing? <laughs> this Did you enjoy wacky. it? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was fine. It was I, fine. The, I just thought the name was interesting. Like, yeah. Eurovision. Why is this? I don't know. I guess it's European television. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure be... you could look into it. Yeah. But I think that's a cool idea. Could you imagine if there was a at USA? Ooh. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. 
I think now would be a very interesting time to do that. Yeah. There would be some and some flame wars I happening. Know. I also don't know. Is this like something you sign up for as a Swede? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Huh. So I think I think Sweden is one of the countries that does your taxes for you and then sends you a text. Ah. Oh. And you say yes or no. Okay. If, uh, like, is this what you made last year? And you're like, text yes. And then mm. whatever. You're done. Yeah. Sounds so nice. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a similar. Maybe they just had everyone just... on file and they're like, oh, okay. You have, you have the. Yeah. You, get you a have text. it for a week. Hey, uh, you could, you could do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Right. Yeah. That's probably what they're hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can also call Sweden. They have like a phone number and it will, um, just, Oh, con- you can, you can talk to a Swede, right? It will just connect you with a random Swede. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And they're like, hi, what do you want to know? Seems like a great place. Yeah. It really does. I guess they're trying to share that. <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. Connect you to a random American. Yeah. <laughs> There's just such a, I don't know. It's just such a, well, I guess say, saying that is would be kind of. I was going to say that oh, there's such a breadth of American opinions and culture, but that it's implying that the Swedish culture is all the, the same. same. Everyone's the same in Sweden, which is. I do think America sure has more extremes than I felt there were in England. Hmm. Um, yeah. Like in England, we have a bunch of not controversial. Um, topics that people are divided on but like the big things everyone's kind of on the same page hmm. some people don't aren't particularly fond of um homosexuality but they're okay with everyone having the same rights hmm. um like i guess we don't have big discussions on abortion hmm. as well yeah. whereas it feels like america's like Whenever anyone does anything, they do it to the very extreme. Oh. They're yeah. like, you know, I'm going to go whole hog into this where, yeah, you know, I feel a little bit like in England where we're, we'll get to a point where we're just like, you know, it's okay if we disagree on this. Mm-hmm. We don't, you don't have to convince me. Yeah. 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 Um, does feel very polarized right now in the, in the U S. Right. Um, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure in England people are polarized, but I don't know. It does feel like there's more, there's less very, very extreme opinions mm-hmm. one way or the other. Um, is it basically a two-party system in yes. the UK? Okay. Yeah, basically. Um, the Tories and the... Le, uh, the Labour. Labour. Okay. I wonder what their other name is. I think they're just called Labour. Hmm. Yeah. Labour and Conservative. Mm-hmm. So conservative at the Tories. So the Lib Dems, when I was uh, at university, they actually got the biggest um, sort of uh, support. The one of the years Lib Dems are the Labour. No, Lib Dems are um, like a third party. Oh, okay. so there are some other parties, but they're smaller and they um, usually only get sort of local elections and. Mm. They never, they're never in the running for prime minister, essentially. Right. So the Lib Dems are the um, party that has come the closest, mm-hmm. I guess. And they didn't get anywhere near 
enough to be a majority, but they had enough to be kingmakers. Mm. So they got to choose who um, won, basically. Okay. So um, uh, Labour and uh, the Conservative Party did not have enough votes. We have a first-past-the-post system, which means that whenever you get enough votes past a certain point, you are the winner. You clinch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so neither Labour nor Conservative had enough. And so Lib Dems were able to uh, form a coalition government hmm. by aligning themselves with one of them. Hmm. Um, their policies aligned more with Labour. Yeah. But Conservative, the Conservative Party had more um, support. Right. And so they decided to align themselves with the Conservative Party <laughs> in the name of democracy. Interesting. Uh, and it didn't go well for them. Totally <laughs> backfired. Um, everyone said you've broken all the promises that you made. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Like- and my, my response to that is, okay, well, if you really wanted them to keep those promises, everyone should have voted for them <laughs> so that they didn't have to form a coalition government. Yeah. Where they're the minority. <laughs> Weird. Um, so, so they've had like some of the lowest coalition um, government. Sorry, I'm a little lost. Um, so I thought what you're describing was they, this party would had to decide to go with one or other, one of the other two parties. Yes. And they could push either of those other two parties to win by siding with them. Yeah. So basically, um, they would, uh, you know, form into, a some sort of accord or contract that said that they would, uh, combine the votes that they have to right. form a government. Hmm. Um, and then they would combined have enough votes to right. uh, hold the majority. And they, so they could have gone with the group that they agreed with more on principle. Yes. And they could have formed the same thing, but they, they would have had less of a total percentage of the population's votes. Yes. Than going with the conservatives. Yeah. That's super interesting. I, Huh, I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised that yeah. democracy won, in quotes, like right. that they chose that because of, huh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like most parties would go, would with try to go with the, yeah, with yeah. the with the ones that they agree with more. Yeah, they probably should have. <laughs> huh. Um, but then at the same time. I, yeah, I don't, I don't really buy, I don't really buy the democracy argument there because it's. So say um, say the Tories get uh, I don't know fifty percent the uh, right like more people like maybe the, they split the Labour votes is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. Um, that's probably just massively oversimplifying it. Uh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I feel like yeah, that could be true. It's complicated, but yeah, it is more complicated than that. <laughs> and um. You know, I don't think they made that decision lightly. I just don't know why they didn't ask me about it. <laughs> had a simple, simple answer. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah. Um, I got to mow a lawn. <laughs>